the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Former President Trump, the big winner in the South Carolina primary yesterday, but Nikki Haley won't quit. A primary loss in a home state often derails a presidential candidacy, no less true for South Carolina's former governor, as political analyst Chris Galdieri explains. There comes a point at which, you know, you need to um, just surrender to the math. As for the cash to keep running, Haley may be benefiting from the financial support of Biden Democrats to stay in the race. A report last week in Politico cites filings with the Federal Election Commission showing the names of more than 5,000 donors to Biden's campaign in 2020 that are also listed as donors for Nikki Haley this year, including some 1,600 who gave more than a half million dollars last month alone. George Williams reporting. This is SRN News. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees more phony charges. It is said that Leventi Beria, the founder of the KGB, his motto was, show me the man and I will find you the crime. We have arrived at that point in America. President Trump solicited actions to guarantee that the 2020 elections were fair. That was his crime. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 2 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. Inside your 1 o'clock hour this afternoon. Stay tuned. Coming up is the closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Brad Carlson. But first, a quick look at your weekend forecast. Today's high, mid-40s, mostly sunny throughout your afternoon hours. Overnight lows tonight, 31 degrees. Tomorrow for your Monday, sunshine for the day. High of 61 degrees. Monday night's low, 36. And for your Tuesday, partly sunny, high nearing 50. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriots. Stay tuned. Brad Carlson with a closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network coming up. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master Control. Go Flight. Studio Engineer. Go Flight. We are go for launch in T-minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM-1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM-1280, Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag Narn show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And don't forget, we do have a live stream of the broadcast up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So if you want to go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and give our page a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And uh, like I say, follow along the live stream of the broadcast where we have a comment section where you can leave a comment or question there. And as always, we thank you for tuning in, and I want to give a shout-out to my good friend and Narn colleague, Mitch Berg, for filling in for me last Sunday. I was away on assignment. Ah, Who am I kidding? I was away on a vacation. I had a wonderful vacation uh, last week to a uh, nice, uh, warm, tropical locale, and uh, enjoyed it very much. Got home on uh, Wednesday evening, this past Wednesday evening, so Kind of been playing to catch up a little bit with what's been going on, so I'm able to put together a show. So I uh, hope you'll follow along. And again, uh, this is one of those shows where more than ever <laughs> do I 
uh, welcome listener feedback, whether it's via calls or, like I say, tweets or Facebook messages or what have you, because uh, not that I'm unprepared, but certainly haven't been into the swing of things. But uh, I have managed to catch up a little bit. But in all seriousness, uh, last Sunday, you know, I was, like I say, in the middle of my uh, vacation, enjoying a wonderful time with uh, tremendous people in a uh, tropical location and got the notification on my uh, cell phone, you know, because I I follow certain newspapers here in the Twin Cities, that there was a tragic incident that took place in the city of Burnsville. This happened very early on a Sunday morning where uh, officers as well as a paramedic and EMT were responding to a domestic incident. There was an alleged uh, sexual assault that was taking place at a home in Burnsville. And upon arriving, these uh, first responders, uh, specifically officers Paul Elmstrad and Matthew Rouge, as well as firefighter paramedic Adam Finseth, they were all on the scene and the officers were negotiating with the perpetrator. And the perpetrator had a firearm and after several minutes, maybe it was even a couple hours of negotiations uh, without warning, the gunman, uh, who again, Will not be named here. We have a strict policy at the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We do not uh, give the names of any uh, perpetrators in a shooting like this. Uh, Opened fire and wound up killing the two officers and a firefighter. Uh, There were other first responders uh, that were injured, but uh, it was just the, um, like I say, the three that were killed. And it marked the uh, deadliest incident uh, public safety incident in Minnesota since 1994. And if you remember that one, that's where two St. Paul police officers were killed. Um, and I was, I was, I grew up in St. Paul, lived in St. Paul all my life. And I actually moved out of St. Paul a couple months prior. Cause this happened near where I was living in St. Paul, where I grew up in St. Paul. And I remember it was a very dark, harrowing and sad day. And all those feelings were conjured up again when I read about this. Again, the uh, officers in question, Burnsville police officers Paul Elmstrand and Paul Elmstrand and Matthew Rouge and firefighter paramedic Adam Finseth all killed in the line of duty. And of course, because the incident involved firearms by the perpetrator. You know, it's not all that shocking that people are going to focus on the inanimate object, i.e. the firearm. And we'll get to that in the next segment, because as is progressives want, when they when there is an issue, an incident involving a gun, specifically a tragic incident, uh, they're of the they're of the Rahm Emanuel mindset, never let a good crisis go to waste. I mean, they were already proposing gun control measures this legislative session, which started within the past uh, couple of weeks, and now it's only ramped up because of this. And uh, like I say, I'll get to that in a little bit. But the thing that I think multiple things can be true here. You know, there are a lot of folks who are of a big back the blue proponents, you know, police officers are being unfairly demonized and and undermined. And that rhetoric has more than ever put their lives in danger. And an issue like this accentuates that. And I don't know that I necessarily agree with that. You know, multiple things can be true. You, You can openly question the tactics of some police officers and how officers go about their business, and are they gaining trust with the community in which they serve? Because, fair or unfair, there are some segments of the population afraid to call police. And again, you you can say whether that's unfair, and, and the reason they're afraid to call police is because they've been fed, fed propaganda that the police are inherently evil or, or is... Uh, some union thug here in the Twin Cities basically uh, has fam- infamously said that calls him a criminal enterprise anytime he refers to the police, you know. And and I, I I will not go that far, but yeah, there there are some things about policing that need to be overhauled. But it's also okay to hold that belief while at the same time 
mourning what is a very senseless loss of these officers. Because those who get into the law enforcement profession, they don't get in it with this idea of like, oh, man, wait till I get a gun and a baton. Boy, I'm going to wreak havoc on certain segments of the population. You know, that's how I'm going to enact my revenge or my you know, racist tendencies. I mean, if you listen to some people, the way they demonize police, you would think that they believe that's how some of these officers think as they're going through training, that they can't wait to get a gun and a baton so they can, uh, you know, go after the, the black community. Okay? And I, I, I just don't, I, to me, that, 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 is, a, that is an incredible stretch. And, and, and I dare say uh, a slander of certain human beings. But again, I've had my issues with the police with, with the police. I've had police officers who have listened to the show who have emailed me directly, taking issue with what I said and wanting to sit down for coffee and set me straight. You know? And and that's fine. I'm willing to listen to anybody and, and everybody. But all that aside, what happened here is a is a is a tragedy. And regardless of what you think of policing in general, police overall, the fact of the matter is there are wives today without their husbands there are children today without their fathers and these guys signed up for this profession knowing that these were the risks that came with it and for that i think they should be lauded because i i know you know i know i certainly wouldn't want to wouldn't want a job like this Heck, you look at the city of Minneapolis, the mass exodus of, of police officers over the past three, four years have left them terribly shorthanded in a city that's being riddled with violent crime. No matter how much they want to spin the statistics and, well, violent crime, it's, it's, it's reaching pre-pandemic levels. Yeah, but it was still pretty doggone high, okay, during the pandemic. I'm just saying here, or before the pandemic, okay, there were still a lot of significant issues here. So the way the community has responded and people have um, stepped up and raised money for the families left behind, uh, it just shows you that just on a human level, how much their lives are valued simply for stepping into harm's way. And, and, I, and I've seen people, you know, people within my social media community who, you know, have conveyed a, a a scintilla of what I've just said, where they have issues with how policing is done in this country and yet are willing to put that aside to say, hey, what happened here is a genuine tragedy. And we need to look at it as such, and we need to care for those who are left behind. So in this horrible tragedy, I was at least somewhat heartened by how the community has come together and has mourned these officers and has been there for families who are sharing or enduring an unconscionable grief. And with each passing day over the last week, the details are more and more shocking of what has happened. Like, for instance, the gunman barricaded himself in this home, and I believe there were uh, at least, yeah, there were seven children. Yeah, he, this uh, officer, the suspect was barricaded inside the home. This is from the Pioneer Press story with family members, including seven children between the ages of 2 and 15. Now, thank God all of those kids are still with us. The gunman ultimately took his own life, and, and the kids are still with us. I can't imagine being a young child and being in a situation like that where I believe these seven children, I believe all of them belong to the gunman. And seeing your father committing these horrific acts and and as more details came out, there were uh, several guns and large amounts of ammunition. I guess this gunman fired off uh, more than 100 rounds, which is shocking, absolutely shocking. And, of course, before the details are ascertained, you get Protect Minnesota as well as progressive legislators coming together and saying we need more gun control. And when you ask them pointed questions, okay, um, there are already laws on the books preventing this person from having a firearm. What new laws would you propose that would have 
prevented this incident from occurring. And almost 100% of the time, anytime there is a mass shooting, there are immediately laws being proposed that would have done nothing to prevent the tragedy in question. So it just shows you that these gun grabber groups, along with progressive legislators, they're not really interested in solving the problem just to get a chanting point. They're just interested in getting a chanting point out there and to further their gun control agenda. So that'll be the next item of business I want to get to this next segment when we come back. And we're available to take your phone calls as well, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. And don't forget our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running right now. Brad Carlson, The Closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. She's smart, beautiful, and a former Fox Business Channel host. Now you can hear her take on the day's financial news on The Trish Regan Show on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play Play the the Patriot Patriot Minneapolis. Minneapolis. You've heard of Heritage Christian Academy, but why do parents rave about this school? Using words like amazing, excellent, lifelong learner, experienced, blessed. Discover for yourself on Tuesday, March 12th at 7 for a future family open house. Tour the K-12 campus from classrooms to the sports fields. Visit with staff and leadership to answer questions and experience your student's day. Come find out why Heritage Christian Academy. For more information, search Heritage Christian Academy Maple Grove. This is Hugh Hewitt, 80 million listeners. Depend on AM Radio to always be on. Delivering news, sports, talk, and weather reports you can trust. AM Radio also delivers vital emergency information when you need it most. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to pass the AM for Every Vehicle Act to keep AM Radio in cars. And visit dependonam.com for more information. Message and data rates may apply. You may text STOP to STOP. Hey, honey, did you hear about the Robbinsdale Women's Center changing its name to Crystal Women's Clinic? Oh, really? Why the name change? Well, it seems they've outgrown their space, and the additional room is critical to their mission of empowering women in unplanned pregnancies by providing the truth about all their options and the resources they need to choose life. Well, what's the name change? Crystal Women's Clinic, a ministry of Robbinsdale Women's Center. The new space has additional exam rooms and equipment, a large educational space, and an expanded baby boutique where families can shop for free, brand-new baby items. The new space isn't just a logistical move. It's a strategic decision to enhance their ability to help the 8 out of 10 women they serve who are at risk of aborting their baby. Well, let's consider partnering with them by donating to supportlife.org. That's easy to remember. Supportlife.org. Let's help them empower women and preserve life. That's supportlife.org. Would you buy a brand new spa today if it were half price? AM 1280 The Patriot has one brand new Dominion Spa from a local retailer, and we're selling it for half price. You get a $13,450 brand new spa, plus steps, a cover, delivery, and installation for just $6,725. There's only one available. Buy it from the retailer for $13,450, or buy it from us today for half price at $6,725. Call the station for details at 651-405-8800. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning in. 651-289-4488. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show for comments or questions. And don't forget the live stream of our broadcast is up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page, where as per usual, our good friend Wild Wilson from down in Texas is weighing in saying hello. Hello back, Wild. Thanks as always for checking us out. Uh, continuing to talk about the tragedy that took place in Burnsville a week ago. It took place early Sunday morning. 
where a gunman, again, whom I will not name, so anytime I read a story about this incident, I will not uh, read off his name. Rather, I'll just say the gunman. Uh, he ended up killing two P- Burnsville police officers as well as a firefighter paramedic, uh, three killed all told. Again, their names are uh, worth repeating. It would be uh, Burnsville police officers Paul Elmstrand and Matt, Paul Elmstrand and Matthew Rouge, and firefighter paramedic Adam Finseth. Their their names, obviously, we will shout from the hilltops. But of course, when an incident like this takes place, and you hear about how this person has several guns in the presence of children and was firing off hundreds of rounds before taking his own life. You know, I, I will say this. I'm with anybody who wants to ensure that someone like this does not own a gun because this person has a rap sheet, a long criminal record, and as a result, should not be owning a gun. Well, as it turns out, that's exactly what happened with this particular gunman. He had several prior convictions and I guess pled guilty in 2008 to assault with a dangerous weapon. Okay, and ultimately had his gun rights taken away. And this uh, Pioneer Press story that came out shortly after this tragic incident indicated that the gunman also petitioned the court in 2020 to have his rights restored to possess firearms, saying he'd only had traffic offenses since uh, his uh, rights were revoked and then wanted to be able to protect himself and his family. But the Dakota County Attorney's Office wrote at the time that, quote, the interest of public safety outweighs any private interest, close quote, that the gunman may have. So he was already prevented from having guns. So if you want to put in place gun laws to prevent a person like this from having gun. Well, they're already in place. He he didn't he was not allowed to own guns. So my question is, how did he obtain these guns? That that's what I want to know. And I has that been has that been indicated? I I I'm not 100% sure on that if it's if it's been brought up. Okay? Because if it was say a straw purchaser, you know, someone who has a clean background, can pass a background check, purchase these guns on his behalf, and then, you know, brings these guns to him because because this guy will probably, you know, grease him a little bit more and give him a little extra money in addition to what it costs to purchase the firearms, okay? Well, the DA, the DA for, for many prosecuting attorneys, that doesn't bring enough sexy headlines. So they don't really uh, prosecute harshly straw purchasers. So the bottom line is there were already laws in place. And yet, and yet, that doesn't stop uh, the Democrats from wanting to demagogue this incident because they were already are talking about banning certain types of weapons this, you know, this legislative session. So this just gives them, pardon the pun, more ammo to go after the guns. And now uh I can't believe they're 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 bringing this back again, but they're calling about a uh, a safe storage law. And Dylan, if we have cut number 1 ready, I'm going to I'm going to need that too. I want to go I want to do a flashback here. Uh this was from last year, I believe it was last year at the state capitol. Representative Walter Hudson, our good friend, a longtime friend of the broadcast, represents uh, the Alberville uh St. Michael area. He was speaking at a gun rights rally at the Capitol a year ago. And, of course, this was a session where uh, a lot of the crazy leftist, uh, radical left agenda items were passed. And one of the things they were talking about was a safe storage law. So, uh, Dylan, is that ready? Cut number one? Okay. Uh, This is cut number one. This is Representative Walter Hudson talking then about safe storage and the fallacy of that. Go ahead. Bill's been introduced that would require you to store and lock your firearm unloaded separate from your ammunition that you don't have to be a gun owner or a gun enthusiast or somebody who cares a lot about the second amendment to understand why that's a stupid idea because in the in the moment that moment i spoke of when you need that last gasp of hope where you're trying to defend yourself against an imminent threat against your person against your life seconds count 
and you're not going to have time to root around trying to fumble to unlock your safe, get your firearm, find the ammunition, get it loaded, call a timeout, <laughs> right? And, and let me say this. Let me say something I could never say in committee and I could never say on the House floor because of the rules we have in this place about impugning motive. They know that. Bill's okay, been- so there we go. Uh, it was Walter Hudson last year pointing out the absolute fallacy of safe storage because, again— and Rob Dorr brought this up, uh, uh, you know, he, the uh, uh, senior vice president of the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. And again, gunowners.mn, can't tout that organization enough. I am a uh, longtime supporter of the Gun Owners Caucus. I donate money on a monthly basis because I believe in the work that Rob Dorr, as well as uh, its chair, Brian Strasser, are doing. Okay, and Rob put out a video, I, th- I believe this past week, or maybe he tweeted something out. I, I, does, I don't remember, but he made the point, look. When you have a bunch of people who don't even understand the most rudimentary gun laws already on the books, it makes it real difficult to have a productive discussion with these people because I, I, I'm with them. I'm with progressives and anybody else who wants to ensure guns don't get in the hands of people like the Burnsville shooter. I'm with them. But we need to get all the facts here. And how, so the first thing I'm going to want to know, and I think, all of these people should want to know is how did he get these guns? But instead, they gloss right over that. They just use this. Wow, look at this. A, a horrific shooting where our first responders, our heroes, were gunned down, even though they don't refer to them as heroes behind closed doors. And some even out front denigrate first responders. So look at these. These were gunned down. The, you know, we, we need to ensure that people like this don't get their hands on guns. I agree. How did they get them? Let's start there. So that's the first thing that we should ask, is how do they get these guns in the first place? Once we obtain that information, then we can move forward with a productive discussion to ensure people like the Burnsville gunmen never get their hands on guns, while at the same time not undermining the rights of law-abiding citizens. Because guess what? If they do pass a safe storage law, who's going to abide by those laws? The law-abiding citizens. Myself as a gun owner, I'll, I'll say it up front. Yeah, I own a firearm, at least one. I'm obviously going to follow these laws. But how do you ensure that people with nefarious intent that have a criminal record are going to follow laws when they show no, uh, have no reputation of doing so? See, that's the thing that they can never they can never answer basic questions. It's like okay. These are the laws you're proposing in response to this. How would this have stopped this incident in question? They can never answer that. Instead, they impugn the motives of people asking the questions. Well, you just prefer to have dead kids or put have children in danger than to have firearms safely stored away. You, you can't reason with people like this. So is that, is that caller on the line right now? Caller on line one? Okay. Uh, we only have a few minutes left, so let's get to Mike in St. Paul. He's on line one. Mike, we only have a couple of minutes. Go ahead. Hey, Brad. Um couple of things that I'm still pondering here I can't wrap my mind around is that my understanding is that the police had been out that that property eight separate times and in light of these red flag laws that we now have how how is it that during eight calls knowing this man's record knowing that he was denied firearms how did the police or child protection for that matter not think to look and say, hey, is there a possibility there are firearms in here? How, how about the girlfriend that he was living with? How come she never said, hey, by the way, he's he's loaded for bear, guys? Um, if she knew I, that, that's an, that's an excellent point. Yeah, if people knew that he had firearms, but I don't know if, yeah, that's an excellent question, Mike. All excellent points and kind of underscores what I've been saying. There are already laws in the books that should prevent this from happening. Uh, and I don't know, were the people in his life naive? in just having faith that because he was denied his gun rights that he wouldn't dare have guns. I I don't know. I don't know. That's an excellent point though. Well, we, we know that the mother of his first four children, I believe, or three children, Uh she, we know that she was supposed to have a court date the next day. She had been petitioning uh, numerous times, apparently to get physical custody of the children, but the judge had denied it because he apparently had a better job. (laughs) Okay. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) 
Mike, appreciate the call. Sorry about that. We're up against the clock, so I have to have to let you go. But yeah, the, Mike makes some excellent points. And again, it's what I've been talking about. There are laws already in the books. So if these red flag laws, which are already into effect, if someone knew that he had access to a firearm, um, yeah, that that absolutely is what those red flag laws, as flawed as they may be, were written for. But again. I'm thinking I'm more of the long lines. They naively believe that because he had his gun rights revoked and were denied in getting restored, that he wouldn't dare have a gun. But sadly, that was not the case. Brad Carlson, the closer, back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. We all know that aches and pains come with simply getting older. But it doesn't mean you have to accept it. That's why I want to tell you about a special lady, Leah from Ohio, and her relief factor story. One Sunday, Leah was sitting on the couch in so much pain, she was literally in tears. That's when she decided to try Relief Factor. Just eight days later, she found relief, and she continued to get better and better. To quote her, she said, I am truly amazed at this product. Like me, who after nine, almost ten years, almost a decade of low back pain, lost that pain thanks to Relief Factor. If you're living with aches and pains, see how Relief Factor, a daily drug-free supplement, could help you feel and live better every day. Get the three-week quick starter pack at relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. It all comes with the feel better or your money back guarantee. That number, 1-800, the number 4, RELIEF relieffactor.com. Retirement doesn't have to be complicated. Are you sick of all the fancy charts and investment mumbo jumbo thrown at you to justify the Wall Street fees you're being charged? It's not the size of your nest egg that matters, but rather the income it can produce. Hi, I'm Mitch Lyons, best-selling author and star in a brand new Hollywood documentary called The Retirement Deception. In this film, we traveled over 20,000 miles interviewing real Americans who have retired successfully with a great lifestyle and peace of mind. They share their stories on how they get more retirement income with the same dollar saved and the money is never at risk if the market crashes. That's right. If the market crashes 30%, you lose nothing. Even the super wealthy are shifting money into this new strategy because it increases their retirement income or can allow them to stop working years sooner. So if you are over 50 and want a bigger, better, stress-free retirement, call today to speak to a specialist and get a free copy of this brand new movie, The Retirement Deception. Call 888-365-1409. This is a $30 value, but when you call today, you get it completely free. So don't delay. Call right now, 888-365-1409. That's 888-365-1409. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right. Every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Hey, welcome back. AM 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. And we're available to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And, oh, yeah, I always want to mention that we do have the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page up and running. So if you'd like to leave a comment or question there as well, or just view the program, and yell at the screen when you when I'm uh, saying something objectionable. Hey, that's all. That's perfectly fine as well. <laughs> as always, uh, we thank you for tuning in. Uh, just kind of an online production meeting. Dylan, have cut number two ready for this segment. Uh, I'll probably call for it here. So I want to shift now to some uh, national politics. You know, I, one of the big things during the 2020 
presidential election when it was Joe Biden taking on uh, President Trump. Uh, Some people told me in 2020 that if I didn't support Joe Biden for president, political norms would continue to be undermined and the long-standing working order of our republic would be in peril. And you know what? They were right. I did I did indeed not support Joe Biden for president in 2020, and sure enough, political norms have been undermined and the long-standing working order of our republic has been thrown into peril. What am I talking about, Dylan? If we have that ready, uh, let's play cut number two. I'll let the walking cadaver in the White House uh, speak for himself. Go ahead. Early in my term, I announced a major plan to provide millions of working families with debt relief for their college student debt. Tens of millions of people in debt were literally about to be canceled, their debts. But my MAGA Republican friends in the Congress, elected officials and special interests, stepped in and sued us. And the Supreme Court blocked it. It blocked it. But that didn't stop me. We'll stop it right there. All right, we'll stop it right there. So this is Joe Biden basically bragging that he is ignoring a Supreme Court order. If you you remember, Joe Biden unilaterally wanted to pass a cancellation of student debt, and he was was citing uh, uh, some sort of emergency act that was implemented in the aftermath of 9-11. Because obviously, given 9-11, you had a lot of... uh, military personnel, as well as those in the reserves that were called up to active duty to serve their country in response to the terror attacks. Well, obviously, them being away caused a pause in their education and therefore weren't able to pay for their education as they went along because they weren't going to be around to, to go to class, to go to school. And this law was passed to allow them to have a pause in you know, paying back their student loans. And Joe Biden was trying to use the pandemic as an excuse to cancel student debt, which was silly because the pandemic. When he was doing this pandemic, he even admitted on, on, on in a sixty minutes interview more than a year ago that the pandemic was over. But yet he's using it as a reason to, to cancel student debt. Well, uh, he so he unilaterally canceled it, and as he alluded to, you had Congress as well as other representatives coming out and saying, uh, Mr. President, you can't do that. And, and I love how he spun this. He says, well, well, my mega Republican friends in the Congress, you know, and uh, special interests, they, they, uh, they took it to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court blocked it. Because he, clearly he's just playing uh, political games here. He's, bu- he's buying votes is what he's doing. You know, because, oh, President Biden canceled my student debt. Well, of course I'm going to vote for him now because he has my interest in mind. And – this is something, this is part of a greater issue, that the woeful lack of education in American civics is the reason people get so outraged when the Supreme Court steps up and stops these feel-good programs, like canceling somebody's debt. And it's why people like Randy Weingarten, the uh, head of the National Teachers Union, is able to go off like a screeching hag in the aftermath of the Supreme Court decision being handed down, saying, that ah, really ticks me off. You know, the uh, these big businesses, they got all these bailout loans during the pandemic to keep their businesses afloat. But yet when struggling Americans want to have the same courtesy, the same financial relief as these big businesses, well, they're shot down. That just shows you the priority of the Supreme Court. And it's all part of a, a grand scheme to undermine the court, to delegitimize the court. This is all this is, to delegitimize the court. Why do you think that, that and because it's been so delegitimized by progressives, Joe Biden can say, well, that, you know, Supreme Court blocked it, but that didn't stop me. Here, here's what I'm doing. But the truth of the matter is the Paycheck Protection Program, which a lot of these progressives refer to about businesses getting bailed out. Well, no, businesses were shut down during the pandemic, forced to be, you know, because basically the Fed said we're closing businesses. We're not allowing people to gather okay, because because this is a public health emergency and those who dare violate it, they're going to face consequences. All right. So. 
Congress, the Democrat-controlled House, this was back in 2020-2021 timeframe, the Democrat-controlled House and the Republican-controlled Senate passed the Paycheck Protection Program, and it was signed into law by Donald Trump, then-President Donald Trump, which basically said, here's money for you, for your business. And if you use this, okay, to provide for your employees who otherwise can't gather to work, that loan will be forgiven. Now, you can argue whether that legislation was prudent, fiscally responsible, whatever. You can argue that, and that's all fair. I've had my criticisms of that, okay, because we were already a country that was close to $30 trillion in debt. We're now $35 trillion in debt because of programs like that. All right? But I would also argue if the government is going to force you to shut down their business, then, yeah, that seems like an equitable solution that they help you stay afloat. So when the pandemic does wane, you still have a business to go back to and to employ people. Now, again, we can have our arguments back and forth, but here's the bottom line. The Paycheck Protection Program was passed through proper channels. The duly elected members of Congress passed a law and signed into law by the executive. Joe Biden didn't do any of that. He just decided to snap his fingers. Okay, executive fiat. Boom, student debt is canceled. And he holds he holds Congress in contempt of that. Well, well, it's because Congress won't pass anything. Yeah, that's a feature, not a bug. Checks and balances, co-equal branches of government. When it comes to fiscal matters, a president can't just unilaterally make decisions like that. They don't have the power of the purse. And again, this would be more readily apparent to people if there were better civics education in this country, I dare say. So this is why, and, and this is why do you think, and it, this all ties together here, folks. I mentioned Randy Weingarten earlier. Why do you think someone like that goes off like a screeching hag also when it comes to school choice? You know? where you take the tax dollars that are already assigned to a student in the public school system and say, you know what, this particular school would suit my kids' needs a lot better, so I want those tax dollars that are already with my kid to follow my kid to this school of our choice where we feel our kid could benefit. And there are already multiple states that have passed a school choice program where it's basically... They're funding students, not systems. And it's because if the kids go to where they can get a better education, they might actually learn about basic American civics and realize that a lot of the things our elected officials are doing at at, at best is uh, objectionable and undermining our fiscal responsibility and at worst, doesn't pass constitutional muster. I mean, this is a story as old as time. Keep the populace in the dark, keep them ignorant, and we can continue to run roughshod over them and do all of these things. So this all ties together. So, again, all of this hyperbole about how Donald Trump is the greatest threat that our republic has ever seen, okay, you really don't have a lot of credibility. Those who are saying this, you don't you, you just don't have any credibility. When you have an executive, a U, president of the United States openly defying a co-equal branch of government. Basically usurp usurping the separation of powers. So, I so when you say that you believe Donald Trump is the greatest threat to our republic, and you ignore stuff like this, you're a fraud. You're an abject fraud. But this is what it's all about. It's not so much that you object to constitutional norms being upset. You just object to the constitutional norms being upset that you prefer. Okay? Free speech for, for, for me, but, but, not for, but not for thee. Right? That, that's that's basically how all that goes. You're, you're more than happy to allow free speech laws and, and, and court rulings and whatever if they fall into your favor and they may be questionable from a constitutional standpoint. You're okay with that. 
But if it's someone else that does it, that that's that's where you raise the issue. That's where all of a sudden you're you're this constitutional purist. And like I said, if you're going around saying Trump is the greatest threat to our demo- to our democracy, to our representative republic, and are ignoring things what Joe Biden is doing, like flat out admitting he's defying the Supreme Court. Okay, you're a fraud. You're a fraud. I don't believe your outrage. I I absolutely do not. I be- I, I believe you're you're. Your mental case and you're triggered by Trump. I, I believe that wholeheartedly, but it has nothing to do with the substance. It has everything to do with your your just general kookiness. I I, I can't I, I don't know a more dignified way to say it. Okay? So I'm not going to take you at all seriously. Not that I really did before, but this kind of stuff, if you say, you know what? Um, I, I believe people should get student debt relief, but it should be done through the Congress. Okay, at least be intellectually honest about it. But if you're okay with this, because you say, well, you know, this this goes back to Barack Obama. When Congress didn't bend to his will, remember the whole thing? I have a pen and I have a phone. If Congress won't act, I will. Okay? Remember that whole thing? Perfectly fine with usurping uh, uh, separation of powers. I I just don't understand this mentality where the only where you think the only way Congress is effective is if they're passing legislation and expanding the size and scope of government. I just don't understand that 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 mentality. The whole reason for co-equal branches of government is to ensure that it doesn't get too big. But sadly, that ship has sailed. Yeah. Speaking of Trump, uh, I've uh, got not. Qualms not so much with him, but uh, some of his supporters and how some of these great conservative institutions have been completely corrupted by Trumpism. I'll take the last segment to talk about that and be available to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. And don't forget, the live stream of our broadcast is up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson's closer back with one final segment this hour. Go nowhere. Did you hear Michelle Tafoya interview Al Michaels? What about Bob Costas? Hear her fascinating take on those two and more on the Salem Podcast Network. Hear intelligent radio through your smart speaker. Just say, play Play the the Patriot Patriot Minneapolis. Minneapolis. While forces attempt to divide us by race, class, and gender, Take Charge Minnesota empowers people to take charge of their lives. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, all month as we celebrate the success of those who have achieved the American dream. You can also help counter the cultural victim narrative by watching the film I Am a Victor. Go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on the I Am a Victor banner on the homepage. Take Charge Minnesota believes in the idea of America and that it works for all who pursue it. There are progressive forces and organizations dividing us as a people and as a country. They stoke hatred and division to hide the real problems and keep us angry. We've seen this pattern repeat itself over and over again. We have to take a new course. And now's the time to return to our cultural roots of faith, family, and education. Over half of black students in Minneapolis public schools are failing. But black students in the same neighborhoods who attend private faith-based schools perform above national averages. Every parent should have the choice and the right to send their child to a safe and excellent school. And today, nearly 80% of black children in the Twin Cities live day-to-day without their father. That's four out of every five. Take Charge Minnesota believes that America works for everyone, regardless of race or social standing. Get more information by going to TakeChargeMN.com. Mike Gallagher here. More than 200 members of Congress are standing up for AM radio listeners. The AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act will keep AM radio in cars because when cell and Internet services are down, this free service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to pass this critical legislation now. Text AM to 52886 or visit DependOnAM.com for more information. That's DependOnAM.com for more details. Message and data rates may apply and you may text stop. To stop. Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. 
Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. Watch the Michelle Tafoya podcast free on YouTube or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag NARN Show. You can also check us out at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page where we have a live stream of the broadcast up and running. And as always, we uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you know, just kind of one final comment on uh, those who think Trump is this grand threat to our republic and constitutional order and political norms, all that sort of thing. So the uh, Atlantic, which is a left of center rag, came out with a story by Russell Berman this past week. Headline, how Democrats could disqualify Trump if the Supreme Court doesn't. Again, this is all intertwined. This, this is why they're continually undermining the legitimacy of the Supreme Court, because they want to use any excuse they can to hit back at the court's rulings, which progressives will assume will go against their interests. And the subheadline under this, without clear guidance from the court, House Democrats suggest they might not certify a Trump win on January 6th. There you have it. So, uh, again, I don't if if you are down with House Democrats, you know, your party openly interfering in an election. Heck, this this kind of happened in 2016. You had a big celebrity uh, infomercial saying, here's how you can prevent Donald Trump from being certified president of the United States. Hey, you electors. Here's how here. Here's what you have to do. They basically spelled it out how to go against the will of the people in 2016. You had people showing up at state courthouses. I remember specifically uh, a Wisconsin, uh, some assembly hall, state courthouse. Don't remember where they were certifying the Wisconsin electors, but Trump won Wisconsin in 2016 and he got all 10 electoral votes and all electors followed through on the will of the people. And assign the 10 electors to Trump. And you had these protesters pitch an absolute fit, like they were stuck pigs. That seems kind of insurrection-y, doesn't it? That they were basically threatening violence if the electors didn't go the way they wanted, which was against Trump. So again, you don't have any credibility. This talk about undermining norms and the constitutional order of our republic. So speaking of which, uh, let's see, Dylan, if we have this ready, this is cut number three. So one of the top uh, leg humpers of Donald Trump, uh, Jack Posobiec, was at uh, CPAC, which is the Conservative Political Action Committee. This is an annual meeting. Uh, This used to actually be focused on substantive issues, but like the National Rifle Association and the Republican National Committee, uh, everything has just become a fealty to Donald Trump. And look. I've said many a times before, Trump is going to be the nominee in 2024. Okay, uh, I I firmly believe that. I mean, this you don't. I mean, you don't have to have. You only have to have half a brain to see that Trump's going to be the nominee in 2024. But in a general, he is very vulnerable, even against this walking cadaver in the White House, is because he is bleeding support from independents, and the perhaps one of the top performative leg humpers of Trump, Jack Posobiec, with this kind of rhetoric at CPAC. This isn't going to help you rein in independence. Uh, Dylan, cut number three. All right, welcome. Welcome. I just wanted to say welcome to the end of democracy. <laughs> we are here to overthrow it completely. We didn't get all the way there on January 6th, but we will, we, we will endeavor to, forget, to get rid of it and replace it with, with this right here. We'll replace it with this right, right. here. Amen. 
That's right, because all glory, all glory is not to government, all glory to God. Okay, so we'll stop right there. Look, I, I understand this is kind of, the way he was starting out, it was sarcastic. Okay, this is what people do. You know, when you charge your opponent with something, if you, like, you know, the, the right will accuse the left of being a bunch of baby killers. You know, because the left is a big proponent of abortion. And they'll, off, they'll, they'll often use it, you know, to, to mock the right's hyperbole. Even though it's not necessarily hyperbole, <laughs> but I digress. You know, so I get that. But here's the thing. This isn't going to help you with independence. Right now, Trump needs to shift to general election mode. And if he and his surrogates are going to go along with this line of rhetoric, this isn't going to help them one iota with independence. So I don't care what side you are, invoking January 6th in any manner is not going to solidify your electoral chops. It's not, regardless of what you think of it. And I've been on the record saying it was a bunch of idiots having a temper tantrum, nothing more. I don't think it was an insurrection to overthrow the government. It wasn't. But if you're going to say this kind of garbage, a Trump or an anti-Trump media is going to disseminate it to the general public to use against him and his campaign. So don't be stupid, Okay. Uh, we only have about a minute left, Dan from Hopkins. Dan, I apologize. We only have a minute left, so if you can make it quick, go. Hey, no problem, Brad. Thanks for your show. You're a great American. Um, I think uh, um, you call them leg humpers. You know, I guess, you know, we do love Donald Trump, but we love him for what he can do for the country, as he showed for four years. You know, once he once the four years is up, we want him on his way, but we want a man at least as good who really loves the country and loves the constitutional republic that men have died for. That's all. We're not, we're, we're not in love with, infatuated with Donald Trump. We love what he can do for America and the world. Thanks for the call, Dan. We appreciate it. The problem with this is um, if Trump is the candidate at the top of the ticket, Republicans will probably lose the House and they might get the Senate. So um, he'll be a lame duck the millisecond he assumes office on January 20th, 2025. And then the 2026 midterms will be a blue tsunami. So it'll be a bloodbath. So Donald Trump will basically be neutered uh, come January 20th, 2025, if indeed he is the inaugurated president. So that's why I don't want him, because he can't win. Hour number one, two coming up. Go nowhere. Robbinsdale Women's Center is a place of hope for women facing unplanned pregnancies. The mission continues at a new location in Crystal, expanding the outreach to help more women with additional exam rooms, a lab, and more space for educational and practical life skill classes. Crystal Women's Clinic, a ministry of Robbinsdale Women's Center, is exclusively donor-funded. A first step for women considering abortion. Help empower women to choose life. Please join the cause at supportlife.org. Donate today at supportlife.org. Whether enjoying beauty outdoors or from a room with a view and a fireplace, it's easy to create winter magic in Minnesota. Spend the day trekking through the freshly fallen snow or get in your steps while enjoying some of the best shopping in the country. Either way, Minnesota's food scene keeps you properly fueled for the winter adventure at hand. Get our free monthly travel newsletter and plan your dream trip at ExploreMinnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. Quit smoking now with this exclusive half-price offer from The Mission and Breathe. Freedom from nicotine. Get one program for $250. That's half price. Breathe is the faster, easier, more effective way to quit smoking and start saving. There are a limited number of these half-off deals available. That's $250 for one program from The Mission and Breathe Laser Therapy. You can quit smoking in just 60 minutes this week. Call The Mission at 651-405-8800. As a mom, comforting my family is what I do best. Vicks Vapor Stick provides soothing, non-medicated Vicks Vapors in an easy-to-apply stick. And it dries fast, so there's no mess. I use it to comfort myself (sighs) and my family. (sighs) Thanks, Mom. Vicks Vapor Stick, soothing comfort for the whole family. And when you need more comfort for yourself, try Vicks Vapor Shower for steamy Vicks Vapors. Use as directed. Vapor Stick for use ages 4 and up. Vapor Shower use for adults only. 
It's game day at Jim's house, and the spread is impressive. Mike's already done some damage with the hot wings, and now he's dropping back and going deep for another slice of pizza. I sure hope he brought the Pepto. Mike knows the Pepto-Bismol provides fast, five-symptom relief from unexpected stomach upsets. He's no rookie. <laughs> the way he's throwing back those nachos, he's the GOAT. Be ready for game day with Pepto-Bismol. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Use as directed, keep out of reach of children. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you and without censorship from big tech. Become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to every radio show over the last 10 years, all commercial free. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. AM 1280. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.